Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 949, air date May 9th, 2021. Okay, let's see what happens. Can you guys see it on Facebook? Let's see what happens. All right, can you guys see this on Facebook or no? Is this coming? How's the sound now? Is, is the sound good? Okay. Well, anyway, we'll wait till, until people join. We'll just wait, second take. Hey, Justin, how are you? Okay, Jamie Valentino, great to have you. Let me just make sure the audio is good here. Let me see if this is working. Okay, there we go. All right, is that good for everyone? All right, so anyway, I hope, are you guys okay if I repeat this, if I start again? All right. No audio now. Justin, no audio? <laughs> All right, someone's playing games. Okay, good. Justin, can you hear audio? Let's see, Justin's out in Nevada. Okay, it's great. All right, so what I was sharing was, um, if th those of you are um, coming in, I was uh, speaking about the journey of my mom on Mother's Day, and I wanted to basically thank all mothers. So just in summary, if you wanna go look at the previous take, you'll see it. But what I was sharing was that my incredible mother, and I know all mothers are quite incredible, but I wanted to, uh, perhaps inspire everyone to look back and thank their mothers. Uh, my mom's journey uh, to creating me and, uh, and inspiring me was a journey that starts back in a small village in deep South India. And as I shared, my mom essentially uh, made it very clear to me that life would always be filled with challenges. And my, in India, you know, my mom would say you could get discriminated like nine different ways, your, your race, uh, your language, what region of the country you came from, what color of the skin you were, whether you're a man or a woman, um, what caste you came from, um, and uh, you know what um, uh, what dialect you spoke. I mean, it, it could get quite extraordinary because right? India is such a layered nation. Um, but my mom, as I had shared before, came from an India which was pre-colonial India, where in that India women in particular were essentially supposed to never get educated and particularly a low caste woman like my mom and a dark skinned woman. by the way color of the skin was another thing you could be light colored or uh you know dark skin color and that made a big difference even in families you could have a dark skinned kid and a light skinned kid and you and the dark the light skinned kid got more preferences it's quite fascinating um so my mom was a dark skinned indian woman low caste indian who came from a deep South Indian village and the odds of her ever getting educated were probably one in, you know, 10 trillion. Um, but 
as I shared, on top of that, my mom came from a broken family, which was unheard of in the Indian conditions. Um, many of you may know is India was like the Victorian world, you know, where uh, men, let's say if they fooled around on their wives, they never really broke up with them. There was no dissolution of the marriage. They just sort of kept, kept the illusion going. But in my mom's case, the father actually ran away with another woman. And so my mom was thrown out of the house with her uh, uh, eight other brothers and literally it was a broken household. One, one uh, part of the family went one way, the other part of the family went the other way. But the reason I'm giving you this background was here was a woman who grew up some, in some very, very tough conditions. But at the age of eight, she decided that she was going to become something. And uh, someone just said, you're right, it's still like that, unfortunately. But at the end of the day, um, she decided that education, and that's why you know, one of the slogans we have in our movement, Truth, Freedom, and Health, is get educated or be enslaved. And it's something that's very deep to me. And I can tell you right now, anyone who gets lost in this left, right, Republican, Democrat nonsense, you know, Trump, pro-Trump, anti-Trump, whatever the nonsense is, uh, must recognize it is a way to enslave you. My mom could easily have been enslaved saying, well, I'm a low caste Indian and I'm this and I'm that. And therefore, you know, this is what my uh, a lot is in life. But she was a fighter. She had to be a fighter. And that's what she, she made a decision to fight for her future. And so here's a woman who gets not just educated with a mathematics degree. There's a picture of my mom. I wish I'll find it of like. 50 men with turbans at her graduating class. And there's this little dark skinned Indian woman. Okay. So one out of these 50 men, my mom's, you know, sitting on a bench and, you know, in those days, the men and the women were really not supposed to interact unless they got, you know, married. If a woman spoke to a, a man in college, she was called a slut and like, she must be sleeping with the guy it was pretty bad. So my mom had to go through that journey alone, particularly in higher education. Anyway, she, ended up becoming a systems analyst, ended up goes to Bombay, this uh, South, you know, imagine someone from Mississippi traveling all the way up to New York in, in the you know 1800s. That's what this was like. And my mom ends up getting a job as a teacher and ends up becoming the head of the department, quite an extraordinary woman. And that's where she met my dad. And then when we came to the United States to my mom, before we got on that plane, she said, you know, you're going to America. Uh, in India, you could be discriminated like nine or 12 different ways. But in, in America, you'll still be discriminated, maybe about three different ways. But if you work hard, you can overcome that. And she made it very clear, as I mentioned in the previous take, that that I would have to work probably three to five times harder than my counterparts because of just the nature of the world was because there was racism. There was discrimination. And that is the environment I came to in the United States. So when we moved here to the United States, we first moved to Patterson, New Jersey, predominantly African-American. My dear mom and dad, whatever money they made, they would kept moving to the better public school systems. And in seven, eight years, we ended up in one of the wealthiest towns called Livingston, New Jersey, where my sister and I were the only two dark skinned Indian kids among 4,000 kids. And it was, you were, you knew you were different. <laughs> um, and the level of racism I experienced there, I don't talk about a lot, but my mom just kept, told me to keep a, you know, stiff chin and work harder than others. And uh, when I started to work as a 14 year old kid in a medical school, the in incredible women there uh, were these women who used typewriters and women just like in India, it seemed were relegated in that time in the 1970s. Women were either supposed to be a secretary or a housewife, a nurse or a teacher. And here were these incredible women who 
um, inspired me because they gave me this problem with converting the old fashioned inner office mail system, you know, which was the typewriter, uh, which was a base of it to the electronic version. And that's what I did for them to move them from the typewriter to liberate them into the world of the computer, which was reserved only for white men, you know, old white men for that matter, who were scientists. So the invention of email in many ways was an honor to women. My mom is the one who inspired me to become a systems analyst. She worked very hard to make sure, uh, you know, I would, uh, you know, get all different kinds of educational opportunities. So I really want to thank my incredible mom. You know, she passed away in 2012 with a horrible disease called pulmonary fibrosis. My mom didn't even tell me about it because she knew I'd be really upset and I would try to figure out a solution and I'd put all my energy into that. She died in three months and um, before she died in a suitcase, she's the one who gave me all the artifacts of the invention of email, which I never spoke about. And that's when it went into the Smithsonian. And that's when the so-called racist controversy was unleashed by, frankly, elite white liberal males who uh, could not fathom that a dark skinned Indian guy could invent email in Newark, New Jersey. It was racist, but it was real racism, not the fake racism that people take advantage of. This was a racism because email was not an, 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 an elitism and a casteism. But, and I, that's why the history of email is very important to me because it's a history of the women that inspired that innovation, the secretaries in that office, and my mom who thought that I could be educated. That's why the invention of email is a truly an American story. Um, but on Mother's Day today, you know, when I decided to run for office as a U.S. Senate candidate, particularly in the, in the 2020 election, I can't tell you, at least 70% of our campaign was women, mothers. And mothers um, were very excited by our campaign because it would, you can talk to many of the people who participate in our campaign. They never before were in any other campaign. They never wanted to be in politics, but women, um, here in Massachusetts and across the country were inspired by our campaign because women know in their gut what's truthful because women have to protect their children. They know in their gut, most women. But by and large, I could say more of the women, uh, nothing against men here, um, understood the left-right bullshit. They understood the Republican-Democrat fake divide. And that's why they were so empowered to support our U.S. Senate campaign and our movement for truth, freedom, and health. And I encourage all of you to recognize, as my mom taught me, that a systems approach and education is a key to liberation. If my mom is not an example of that, I don't know what it is, but it's ultimately education. And where we are now today on this Mother's Day is that the world now needs education. In fact, they need systems education. My mom became a systems analyst and in honor to her, I wanna encourage all of you to get educated or be enslaved, go to vashiva.com, go to uh, truthfreedomhealth.com, truthfreedomhealth.com, I'll put it up here, and you know, get educated, as, as the slogan says, or be enslaved, because that's what we're looking at. We're looking at a world right now where freedom is being oppressed, suppressed, and that's why I have multiple cases, three court, court cases right now to fight for the First Amendment, and we have to fight for it vigorously, because without the First Amendment from a systems approach, you can't get to science, you can't get to truth. And without truth, you can't get to understand what's right for your body, your health. And so from freedom, we get truth, from truth, we get health, and from health, which is what mothers give us from the time we're born, from health, we have the strength and the resilience to fight for freedom So and truth. So I wanna encourage everyone to recognize
that we have to take a systems approach. And those of you who enjoyed my story by my uh, mom, I hope you I hope it inspires you. But if you think about what mothers do, mothers are systems people. They have to manage a household. They have to manage kids. They have to solve problems every day. And that's what system science is about. So anyway, I want to uh, thank all the moms out there. You know, honor my mom. I hope all of you honor your moms. And, um, and particularly those moms who inspire us to get educated because moms know the power of education, that education is ultimately the weapon out of oppression. And um, anyway, before I close, I'll play you the video uh, that we created on our website. It's really to that video that I'm going to play for you um, is really an honor to my mom because it's about getting educated or being enslaved. Um, so let me play that and I'll wrap it up. Thank you, everyone. So let me play this video for everyone. This is the anthem video and I dedicate this video to all the mothers and moms out there who actually get this really well. They Mothers understand this video. Out our country to be taken over from within and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. Agreed. This reality is what people need to wake up to, and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that, mm -hmm. and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is, it has to be bottoms up. Working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. 
the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy. Scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor, A Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they wanna take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, I want to wish everyone again a Mother's Day, and hopefully, um, all of you are inspired. Uh, from my own personal story with my mom, that it's education is ultimately the liberation for all of us. So um, I hope you all recognize that and take advantage of that because education is the way out and it's the way that we find the light. And I hope all of you become the light. And, and you know, one of the slogans we have is know the truth, be the light and find your way. And uh, a systems way analysis and education will get you there. Thank you, everyone. Have a good Mother's Day. I'll be back shortly. We're going to do a systems analysis of understanding caffeine. You know, caffeine's in many of the products we eat and its effect on cardiovascular health. Um, a few days ago, I did it on arginine, but we're going to do caffeine. Thank you. Be well.